Hi, I'm Carlin Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passions, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I know this has been a really tough year, year plus, I guess. It's been literally a year since I know I started um, working from home and many other people started the same thing or were furloughed um, for quite some time or maybe perhaps still are furloughed or unfortunately ended up being laid off. I remember when we were first told, go and work from home, and we, we were all convinced it would just be a few weeks. Barely took anything from our offices, you know, computers and whatnot, just to get us through a few weeks. And, oh, yeah, this will be great. We'll just work from home for a few weeks. It's all pass, and we'll be done with. And then it's, it just kept going and going and going. And as time wore on and as our mental health started to deteriorate and people started to to change and shift and you know our lives were impacted in just so many different ways you know of course everybody's in different boats even though it was the same storm but there were also a lot of good things that came out of this um i especially see this in terms of you know leading in a in a corporate environment or in the work work world is we are leveraging technology even more it's ironic to me that the technology, like platforms like Zoom and, and VTC and collaboration type of tools have actually been around for a while. And now suddenly, you know, everyone's using them, Zoom and FaceTime and other ways to keep connected. And so, but I think it's actually really cool because we realized, and, and again, people just inherently, human beings, we are not good with change. We take a while to get there. And we struggle with it, and but then once we're past it, we work through all those steps and cycles and the feelings and emotions, we get on the other side and we realize, hey, this was, this was good. This was a good thing, and we can see the silver lining. So what I also like is I feel like our culture is changing a lot. Um, we're starting to realize, again, you know, working – working from home is possible. I can work in my pajamas and it's going to be okay. I can still do a really good job. I can, um, you know, just text message and use phone calls and different tools in order to get work done. It is possible, even though I know it doesn't substitute the human interaction that we all love and crave and, and we still need at the end of the day, but we can lead from afar. We just have to be intentional. We have to recognize that there are, there are things that we're going to have to do differently. What I also think is interesting is I feel like this is such a good time to challenge the status quo, challenge the way we've always thought about things, but also challenge some cultural sayings and, and things that we believe to be true that really aren't anymore. And as a hiring leader, I've seen this a lot just in the recruitment space too, you know, is we interview people via Zoom. We're not interviewing people in person anymore. So you have to adapt 
the way you're having a conversation with somebody. It's a little bit more difficult to, to read body language and, and tone and everything that maybe, and firm handshakes don't really matter anymore. Uh, my grandfather always taught me, you know, firm handshake. It means you really respect the other person. And, and nowadays, we, we're not even getting near each other, let alone shaking hands. But there's also some just interesting, I think, and I actually think they're somewhat ridiculous sayings that I would love to also kind of purge with the rest of all of this thinking that we have that uh, the way we work and our work environments and workplaces have to be a certain way in order to operate. We all have to sit in a cube. We all have to sit in an office. We have to physically be in person. You know, all of these kind of old mindsets in order to be able to make things happen. But there's just a few sayings that I've heard and they still exist and they kind of drive me nuts. So I just want to share those with you in some sips today that I think in a time that where we can start really making some change here for the better, let's get rid of and purge some like old, um, outdated sayings and thought patterns that may help us move on. And I'm probably going to do a couple parts of these too, because there's definitely more than just these three. But the first three is, sip number one, dress for success. I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? What is dressing for success mean well in a very traditional and I'm going old school like even when I started in the work environment 20 plus years ago that meant you wear a business suit you wear a nice outfit you have your hair done you put makeup on if you're again this is my own you know female interpretation of this you look prim and proper and dress conservatively and um, again you look and oh my least favorite thing too is when people say dress for the job you want what is that? Again, what does that even mean? Um, for so many jobs out there, it why would it require you to wear a business suit? All that does to me, and I've, I've never been a really big fan of business wear, business casual in the environment at all. And then creative teams are allowed to wear whatever the heck they want. I've never understood that mentality. Why, first of all, everyone is creative. Every single person, I don't care if you're an accountant or what, you can creatively do Excel sheets. You can be creative. Creative just means you're doing things from a different way. You're thinking about things in a different way. Everyone deserves the right to self-expression. So if, and for me, it was, it's not about wearing 50 piercings on my face or coloring my hair pink. I just want to wear jeans and tennis shoes and wear a t-shirt. How hard is that? I actually feel more comfortable when I work like that. And I actually feel like in this day when we are all working from home or most of us, again, who are working from home and we're on Zoom and you're seeing people throw their hair back, not wearing makeup for, you know, if they normally would, wearing T-shirts, not fancy blouses and outfits, no jewelry. I'm loving it. I feel like we have finally broken down some barriers to see the humanity in people and to recognize that doesn't matter. Looking that part doesn't make you better at your job, doesn't make, in fact, for me, I feel like it puts up some pretenses and walls between people rather than just letting people exhale a bit and be feel comfortable in what they're wearing and be themselves. So dress for success, whatever that means. I don't know what that means. Let's just try to stop doing that. All right, second sip, second sip. Perception is reality. No, it isn't. It literally says perception. The word perception is something that someone else perceives. 
And when I perceive something, I'm bringing my own filters, my own bias, my own experiences, my own thoughts and feelings about the person that might be expressing expressing that. It's my perception. Now, I understand what the phrase is supposed to try to mean, that based on that is someone's reality. But that in of itself, if you think about that phrase, it's ridiculous because that isn't reality. And if you walk around being like, oh, perception's reality, then that means that you're okay with people's bias and filters creating a reality that's all about you or your team or what you're doing. And that makes zero sense. Can we please stop saying this phrase? Perception is just that. It's perception. I'd rather hear, hear people say, hey, let's talk about your perception. Let's put it on the table. Let's figure it out. And let's have a conversation so we can come to what we believe is a collaborative reality. That would make more sense, be more productive, and less about this odd, weird, out there reputational type of bias that I think we've been creating using that phrase for so many years. And the last tip, climb the corporate ladder. I don't know where the ladder thing came from. I didn't even Google it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie, and I don't even care to really know. But I've really gotten tired of having conversations with people that believe your career is up and down, that it's vertical, that it's about climbing some individual in, indivisible ladder with indivisible rungs, and every rung is supposed to be another title and more pay. And I don't know. I don't even understand what that means. And I also think it, it gives this awful perception, haha, perception, that that is the way you get through life. And then what? And then what? You climb another rung and then you climb another rung. And then where do you go from there? Till you retire? Till you die? Till you are so burnt and bored that it's, you're not going to grow. So you sit in the same role for what, 10 years till the person above you leaves or retires or something else? Oh, good. Then I get my next rung. Oh, good. Then I get my next rung. I mean, not only is that an unhealthy way to navigate your career, it's just not realistic. It's more realistic. If you think of your career as a zigzag, as a horizontal, you are going to grow more. You're going to expand more. You're going to have more networks. You're going to meet more people. You're going to add more value to more people in the world than you will ever will if you're just sitting and waiting to climb up and down some vertical invisible ladder that exists. And furthermore, that ladder, when you keep climbing up there to the top, that's a long way down. It's going to hurt when you fall. So the last thing you really want to do is spend your whole life climbing up to some invisible top rung that really never ends and never exists. And then once you're gone, someone else behind you. Enjoy your career. Look around. Look sideways. Look look even down. What's going to bring you joy? What's going to fulfill your passions? What's going to grow and expand you? And then also, it's not healthy for the business or your team to have the same leadership sitting in a role for so long. You, it, it's We're human. We have a capacity cap. It's normal. If you're, you're going to run out of ideas, it's really hard to stay completely motivated and fresh in your thinking. Give somebody else an opportunity to come in and change and do things differently, and then you move on to the next thing. Leaders, we got to encourage our team members not to stay in the same roles for so long. Don't encourage them to keep climbing up and down. Encourage them to walk side by side or better yet, swing on the monkey bars in that jungle gym. 
it's going to be better for them. It's going to be better for your team. It's going to be better for everybody involved and make a much, much more interesting career path. So there you go. A few sips of things I would really like to see start to change as everything in our world is pivoting, changing, challenging the status quo, moving things forward. It's got just this great vision of what our future can be because we can build it. And it's up to every single one of us to do that. So let's get a new brand of coffee. Let's try some different types of tea. Let's make a better brew together. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.